Hey y'all, hey y'all. I'm Soph. And I'm Nat. And And we're we're the the Travel Travel Brats. Brats. Welcome to our podcast. We've been putting the brat in travel. Since 2020. And we're just getting started. From hidden gems to world-class travel. We've been sharing hot and not destinations from a bird's eye view and a party party of of two. two. So what's on the itinerary today? Hey, 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 Travel Brats. It's Soph. And Nat. Coming to you from the studio. Happy Tuesday, guys and gals. It is December, and we are so pumped because Nat and I, we love Christmas. Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, and speaking of Christmas, we have a ton of cool news for you guys, but we're going to spend this entire Tuesday filling you in on the awesomest shows that are going on in your local Fort Myers area where Nat is performing all over. So. Yeah, so Nat, go ahead and tell us all that's going on. We can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, so some of you travel brats may know, but I am a professional actor, singer, and musician. That is my career, and I would add podcaster to that, which is a great new addition in this last year. And it's fun, because here we are, Sophia. I'm realizing, too, we're almost at a year together as co-hosts and of course you know kudos to ashley for helping start this this great venture but it has been an awesome year with you guys and um also shout out to sophia and i's birthdays because we both have birthdays coming up in the holiday season Um, we flank christmas i'm a couple days before and she's a couple days after Um, but yeah so what we want to talk about actually today is some upcoming shows that i have in fort myers i'm actually actually uh, typically performing all throughout the East Coast. Um, lately, that has been kind of my area, um, some in the North, but mostly in the Southeast. I've been in Fort Myers, working down here a lot off and on in the last couple of years, as well as on the other coast. Um, I was in Jacksonville this summer, but I have been um, contracted at three different theaters back to back to back that are all in Fort Myers. And I was uh, doing a show called Breaking Legs in October at one theater here called Player Circle Theater. And then I'm contracted through beginning of April at another theater. So it's great. I get to be in Fort Myers for an extended period of time, which is amazing. I love it down here. And of course, getting to spend the winter in Southwest, sunny Southwest Florida, there's really nothing like it. Um, So yeah, I'll just share actually right now, for those of you that are seeing my face, (laughs) normally in these videos, I do not have this much makeup on, but I just came from a show. So um, we actually have a lot of professional theaters will do uh, a few nights of what we call preview nights. So these are shows where audiences get to typically pay a little bit less to come see the show um, because we are not yet open. So um, usually you'll open on like a Friday or Saturday and then, you know, you'll have a couple previews and what that allows the, the actors, directors, all of the creators to do is that during the previews, yeah, we're performing at night, but then we're getting a note session. You know, we're, we're sitting through uh, notes from the director after the show and then we have to come in early and have rehearsals. So once the show is open professionally, the director lets go of the show and no longer are you allowed to rehearse your actors, you know, unless there's an understudy going on and you have to do an understudy rehearsal or unless, you know, there are extenuating, extenuating circumstances. 
<laughs> Sorry, I've been singing and talking and out of breath all night from the show. It's such a fun show, but I'm like, here we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, like settle yourself. Um, yeah. I one moment in the show. Obviously, it's a Christmas show because it's the holiday season, and we go from singing this crazy rock and roll medley to getting all corally and singing Arcada bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to. And I tell you what, it is all I can do, Sophia, to breathe. <laughs> I am literally the fear is in my eyes. I'm like anyone that knows me can probably see that I am fighting for my life while I'm singing this very intense. I mean, anyone who knows. The Carol of the Bells knows that it is very intense. intense. And it is like the funniest thing to me that we're like doing this crazy rock and roll medley where we're dancing and all out of breath. And then we have to sing this choral number. Um, but it, it's, it's such a great show. And if any of you guys are in living in Fort Myers or living in Southwest Florida or going to be visiting anytime soon, obviously come see me in a show. I would love that. But also... We've, we've mentioned this before, but the theater scene in this area is quite extensive. You know, uh, over the spring and summer, we did a series on some of the, the theaters in, in the area. And actually, I think at least two of the ones I'll talk about tonight, if not all three of them, are ones that we have mentioned before. Um, so yeah, this, this area is a rich area for theater and entertainment of all kinds. And the theater that I'm working for right now, it's called Players Circle Theater. And um, so here we are, you know, it's, it's the first week of December and our show is actually running to the 23rd of December. So we are going the whole month of December and then we will close right before Christmas Eve, which will of course be nice for us performers that we will get Christmas Eve and Christmas day off because that is not always promised in my yeah, field of work, yeah. especially if Christmas is on like a Saturday or a Sunday. If Christmas, like Christmas falls on a Monday this year and Mondays are the, the theater worldwide theater day off because that's just no one goes to see theater on a Monday. That's just a, a collective thing that is true. Um, and with Christmas Eve being on a Sunday, there was a chance that maybe we were going to have a show Christmas Eve, but no, they are letting us end our show on the 23rd. So I'll be able to have a little bit of, of rest time on actual Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, which is great. Um, but Sophia, actually, it's interesting because the show that I'm doing, it's called Ho, 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 The Christmas Show. And before I met Sophia, I actually came down to Fort Myers to do this exact show. I should say yeah. not this exact show. It was um, this, this show is interesting because um, I think probably a lot of you guys have seen, you know, Christmas variety shows or Christmas concerts or Christmas reviews, Christmas cabarets. You can really call them a lot of different things. But essentially, this show is a 90 minute Christmas concert slash variety show. It's just a lot of songs. It's very little dialogue. When we do talk, we're really just kind of describing some of the songs we're going to sing. Um, and we basically play ourselves. You know, we come out and we sing and we introduce ourselves. I, I say, hi, my name is Natalie. And, you know, I introduce myself and the other cast members introduce themselves. So it's a very personable and it does feel very much like a, a concert cabaret type feel. But when I first came down, uh, to do the show in 2019, right before I met you, Soph, um, this was the inaugural show of Player Circle Theater. 
So Player Circle Theater was started by a man named Robert Cassiopo and his wife, Carrie Cassiopo. Shout out to Bob Cassiopo and Carrie. We love you. Yeah, they they have brought me down to to this area so many times. I'm so grateful for them and the work that they've given me and to my boyfriend as well. We met actually working at Player Circle Theater, which is amazing. So wait, I have to say this because like, uh, okay, travel brats. When I first met Natalie, yes, and the whole there was the whole COVID thing, and then she had come back for like one of the first shows that they were opening back up after this whole like COVID fiasco, and there was this guy, and I had like not met, him. I had met him once before, but like way back, and he had played tennis with us a little bit in the house you guys were staying in, but so we'd only met Matt once, and then he came back again. It's like it's like not quite a year later, but it's it's a some period of time later, and he flew down he like brought flowers and he like surprised her and on this same weekend um her best friend also drove down and so i had like a party of people on my house do you remember now like you yeah then that then then elaney and like we had a party and it was so fun we went and yeah full house we went and sang karaoke at the end of y'all's show and we're gonna post a video from that but it was such a good time and it was like so like so much fun yeah we, we have a lot of fun, this crew of ours. Um, but yeah, so I came down and uh, Ho 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 was basically um, created like way that these guys, Bob had worked with a guy named JT many, many years ago on Sanibel and they had created the show together. And so now there are people that kind of take the show elsewhere, mm-hmm. but will kind of re- redesign it or recreate certain elements of it um and so this version is an iteration of the one i did back in 2019 but the one i did in 2019 was a full two show or sorry two act show with an intermission uh but this one they really pared it down and they decided to make it a one act which is nice for me because you know i get out a little bit earlier every night um but yeah so this is just a great christmas christmas show I would say it's definitely uh, good, wholesome fun. Um, you know, the show yeah. that I just did, Breaking Legs, had a little bit more of kind of like <gasps> clutch your pearls moments in the show. <laughs> um, whereas this one, I, I think, you know, it, it's hard. You would have to actively try to make Christmas inappropriate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bad Santa. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So this is, it's just, a, it's a lot of fun. And I wouldn't necessarily say that it is, Um, something you would bring your kids to. So for anyone that is able to come see this show, of course, DM us for, for any further details, we'll put details, you know, they'll, it'll be all over Instagram and uh, the blog. But um, if you want to come, I would say this is a great date night or a good night to go with friends um, or send your parents, send your grandparents. I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of classic Christmas songs that, um, you know, were made famous in the 40s, you know, 30s, 40s and 50s. And then a lot of, you know, Christmas carols and, you know, things that we sing in in church and growing up and, you know, the, just these beautiful Christmas hymns. And so it, it's a lot of fun. But then we also have some new elements, which is really cool. Little surprises, which I think, Sophia, you'll find to be really fun. I think the show has a lot of um, it's it's it has a, a really nice flow and it's very seamless. So yeah, so that's the show that I'm currently doing. And what's crazy about Player Circle Theater is when I first came down back in 2019, they were based in an area in North Fort Myers. 
And now they have moved to a new location in Fort Myers proper, um, closer to downtown, off of McGregor. So anyone that knows Fort Myers knows this area. And it's an incredible upgrade from where they were previously. Bigger and better. (laughs) Bigger and better. Uh, But it it really is. It's a beautiful space and they're doing really cool things with it. Um, So yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a really fun and kind of fresh atmosphere because everyone that works for the theater is very excited about it's, it's almost as if we're doing another inaugural. I mean, it really is the inaugural season yet again in the new space, Yeah. but only four years ago, we had an inaugural show for the theater as a whole. So players circle theater is the name of the theater. You can go to playerscircletheater.com for tickets or for information. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Um, So Ho 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 is the current show I'm doing. Next, they have a show called Butterflies Are Free, which is about a blind, uh, a young blind songwriter. And um, it was actually made into a movie with Goldie Hawn. Um, I don't know how long ago it was, but um, that one is a play. And Player Circle Theater... I would say like predominantly they do plays. So Ho 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 the Christmas show is obviously a a musical. It has all the music in it. Uh, Then Butterflies Are Free is a play. There's another play that they'll be doing called Proof, which is an incredible play. It's a Pulitzer and Tony winning best play. It's a play that I've loved since I was in college and have wanted to do unfortunately i I won't be able to do this one um but it's because i have a a gig at another theater which is great um and then the next show after that is called six dance lessons in six weeks Um, and that's a two-person play about an older woman who decides to take dance lessons and the the sweet kind of um like I would say like a mother son ish kind of relationship that, that develops um, this friendship between this dance instructor and this widow. And then last for player circle theater is Godspell. And if you know Godspell, it is a rock musical. So this is really exciting because I think player circle again, with all the plays, I think they're trying to do, a few more musicals here and there, which will be interesting to see how that changes over the next few years as they adapt to the new space and further develop their seasons. But they just, they really value good, good work and they value doing plays. They, they like plays that are a little bit smaller. Um, And of course I'm going to talk about uh, these other theaters and one of the theaters I'll talk about, they do a lot of what we call big book musicals. Um, And those are going to be like your hairsprays and your little mermaids and your elf, you know, they're, they're doing elf right now. And and so they they do the big musicals with the 20 to 25 person casts. Whereas at player circle theater uh, they offer, which is great for, you know, people that are wanting to see theater in Fort Myers, it's like, okay, they can go to this theater over here to see a bigger show. They can go to this theater over here to see a smaller show and a show with four people in it, maybe a little bit more of an intimate feel. And so it's really nice that not every theater in Fort Myers is doing the same thing. They're all doing different things, which is really cool. 
Yeah, I think that's really nice. Also, because it's fun to get the different feels. And like, I love Player Circle because like my husband and I, it's always been a good date night spot where it's like smaller and more intimate. And then obviously we love seeing our friends perform there. I mean, you guys perform at the other bigger theaters too. So that's fun, but it's just a different feel. Like, it's like, I love bringing the family to like the other theaters and like, I mean, I'll go to the mall, but it's kind of nice to be able to choose. And then also with so much going on, like if you have a schedule to where you couldn't make it to Ho Ho Ho, but you could come to Butterfly are free or something else there's always something new and exciting and i feel like their timelines for the shows are perfect um i will say just rolling back to carol the bells i just i have to i have to say this because when i was a kid i was in like honors choir at school and like we i remember i was like the mezzo soprano and we had to go like through the whole song we had to go ding dong ding dong while like the other people actually sang like hawk how the bell sweet so i like lost my voice on that on that range because i can't do the ding dong ding dong anymore but like i have like nightmares about <laughs> ding dong ding dong anyway so i get i feel you on that one sister and then like I just love Christmas. So I think that like, even if you have friends that you're trying to like introduce to theater or like family members that like don't go a lot or whatever, I think something like Ho 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 Musical or Elf, you know, something like that, like those introductory, yeah. like Christmas fun, it's like interactive, they know stories, they know all the songs, then it's fun because when you know all the songs, it's like, I took my mom to a 4th of July um, show at Players Circle and she was like freaking out. Yeah. She loved it. Yeah. So. It's, it's, yeah, it's stuff, you know, and obviously it's, it's great to like, the show that I just did there before Ho Ho Ho, Breaking Legs, nobody knows that show. You know, it's like, what is this? And so a lot of people, it, it's interesting. Yeah, you kind of have to know the personality type of the people you're bringing in, whether it would be exciting for them to experience something that would be totally unfamiliar to them, or if they need something like Ho 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 to be like, oh, wow, this theater is really cool. Maybe I'll try a play that I wouldn't normally go to now that I've seen something that you know, made me feel like I was a part of it or, you know, so it, it's, yeah, Player Circle really offers a lot. And I have enjoyed working there off and on since 2019. I mean, they, they really have given me a lot of amazing work, a lot of amazing opportunities. And, you know, I've gotten to uh, direct and produce my, my own cabaret, like oh, you cool. said, during, during COVID and just a lot of really cool experiences there. So Player Circle is near and dear to my heart because I have worked there for the last four years off and on. But the next two theaters that I'm going to share with you guys are theaters that are brand new to me that I have not had the chance to work at but have been trying to get in with um, since I've been down here in Fort Myers and realized very quickly just how incredible the theater scene is in this area. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, you know, you when you think of theater, you think of like New York and Chicago and D.C. and like all these big cities. And it's like there's so much talent in some of these smaller like cities are more spread out, you know, because like we've got a lot of we've got a high population in Southwest Florida. But like, right. yeah, but like you can go. The thing is fun is like there's just as many theaters as there are in the city. They're all over the place. It's and it's crazy. so much fun. It, it really shocks me just from you think of, you know, Tampa and Sarasota all the way down to Naples, just in those areas alone. I can I could I won't, but I could probably name you eight or nine different theaters right off the bat. And that's probably half or a third of of the the amount of and I'm talking professional theaters. Right. You know, theaters that are are hiring professional actors, people who make a career of this, yeah. which is absolutely incredible. 
<laughs> we're not talking about community theaters. We're talking about good, really great shows. And actually, while we're on that note of like people coming to see the theaters and great shows and just like there's a lot of uh, our demographic is obviously like you guys travel brats. I'm talking to you. A lot of you are younger. And so I thought I would just say this because like typically a lot of younger people until they get introduced to theater, don't be like, let's go see a musical, you know, uh, unless they yeah. like, you know, the majority of the people like just speaking from my personal experience that I went to college with, like, I love it. My husband loves it. We have a music background. So like, um, but I remember like, and this is just a note for all the people that go to theaters. And if it's your first time going to a show, whether it's big or small, you don't talk during a show. And I, I, I wanted to say this because I took two of my friends to a show. And again, it was actually at player circle and like, um, Bob, Bob and Carrie, they were nice to like sit us in one of the tables toward the front and they would not shut up the entire time. Like they kept talking to each other and like loudly, they weren't even whispering. They were like, so like, what's this song? And I was like, shh. And, like, and the thing is like, up. Sophia, it, it's so funny to me because I, I hope you, you hope that people will understand courtesy to me. That just seems like that's just a thing you don't do. You don't talk when people are performing. Um, now, granted, I will say, Sophia, I, I think I can give your friends a little bit of a break here because it was that was a concert. And it, it definitely was more. No, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I'm saying like, okay, you go to like a Taylor Swift concert and you're definitely talking during, you know what I mean? But like, it was so intimate that it definitely was an inappropriate level of communication during the kind of show that it was. But like, if you go to a proper play or a musical and you're talking, oh man, like, you. Yeah, because I mean, it's, uh, like people are paying to see these shows, and I think that's the other thing too. Is of course, like you're saying, that we we mostly do, especially in this area. You know, Fort Myers is in, as far as I know, the top four retirement communities in the United States. Like it is, a lot of people retire here, so most of our audiences are what we call blue hairs. Um, you know, yeah, in room. <laughs> Yeah, like people are typically 60, 65 and above in our audiences. Now, it's cool because we're starting to see more young people, which is very exciting. Um, but it's it's partly because these people have the kind of resources and money and time to go, you know, see recreationally. This is something they do. And a lot of these people that live now in southwest Florida used to live in Jersey, used to live in New York, used to live in Connecticut, used to live in Massachusetts. They used to live in areas where their access to high levels of theater and entertainment, including New York City itself, were just a train ride away, just a car ride away, just a subway, you know what I mean? So they had access to this. And so I think that's part Part of the reason why there's so much theater here is because there's an audience for it. There are people who crave it, these people that are retiring. But I would implore you again, yes, as our much younger uh, constituency, like, you know, oh. our our audience for Travel Brats is so much younger than our audiences for my shows. And I think that that is an unfortunate thing that people our age are not going to live shows. And I understand that part of it often can be finances. And that is, an, again, one of the things that I really appreciate about Players Circle Theater is that they do try to make things affordable. They offer seats that are a little cheaper. Um, 
if you are in the area and do want to see my show, you can call the box office and say my name, Natalie Brower, and ask for the actor BOGO, and you'll get two tickets for the price of one, uh, which is because then you end up, you know, about $20 on a ticket rather than 40 or 50 or, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, you know, it's, it's something that I of course believe in as an artist, as a performer, as someone who does live theater, I of course, without a doubt, believe in it and want to support it and want for people to believe in it as well. Um, But it's certainly one of those things that isn't a natural like, oh yeah, let's go do this kind of thing for our demographic, for our age. So I would encourage you, like wherever you are in the world, you know, go see live theater, like concerts are great, they're awesome, but seeing musicals and plays, and hey, it might not be your thing. That's totally fine, I understand that. If you're like, you know what, I don't wanna spend $20 on something that I know I'm not gonna love, but, I would encourage you, even if it is, you know, something like, like there are community theaters that do incredible productions. Um, You know, it it just, it just depends on the resources that they have and where they are. But I know community theaters typically have cheaper. So if that's like your, let's, let's try this, let's jump into it and see if we like it. But, you know, it's, it's an amazing thing. There's, there's nothing like being in a room full of people experiencing something like that together that is happening in real time yes and that's what i was gonna say is like you can pay 15 bucks and go see a movie okay but like you can do that at home like it's so cool to be able to see people performing this and like to me it's just always like i'm always in awe of like how everybody remembers their lines like this and everybody like sings the song like it just it's so difficult like you think about hollywood and how many cuts there are and how many like redos of scenes are like you guys have to you guys have to do it right the first time like you're in front of a live audience and so to me it's like amazing watching that talent i mean i would pay no matter any theaters i mean they range from you know if you go to the big ones in new york and dc they range anywhere from like you know 25 dollars to like 500 six yeah but it's it's just so like it's such a different experience and i think like people it's not that people don't like theater because of movies and because it's it's become like like the older generations like we were talking about i think that you forget like you know i when you started coming down and we started going to shows to see you guys like you guys left to go do other shows other places and we kept coming to shows because we were like we forgot how much we love theater and like acting seeing these musicals and plays and like even just the live shows like these little like romantic live shows where people are singing you guys are doing a cabaret or like you know um brian girls on the piano like it's amazing and we're like these are like such hidden gems that we wish we'd found before you know and you know, when we were exploring Fort Myers, it's the same thing as like, if, if you're just eating at chains and then somebody who really knows town takes you to a couple really good restaurants that are like hidden gems and you're like, where have I been all this time? Right, you know? exactly. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, that's, that's the beauty of, it's totally like these hidden gems. And obviously I love going to some of the bigger, you know, theaters or bigger um, spaces where they will bring in the tours, you know, the Broadway tours, like for uh, Fort Myers, it's Barbara B. Mann, where they bring in like big names and big Broadway tours and things like that, which are always incredible because, you know, if you can't go up to New York, it's it's great to see that. But uh, there is a, a real, um, I don't want to call it a diamond in the rough, but like people, there aren't a lot of people that really know about professional regional theaters. And I think that is what, 
Fort Myers in Southwest Florida has, has really done well and a lot of artists have been drawn to this area. Um, so I'll just quickly go through the other two shows that I have upcoming and kind of talk about these theaters briefly. Um, so this theater, it's actually quite an interesting uh, tale because uh, as we mentioned, Bob Cassiopo, who started Player Circle Theater back 20 plus years ago, he actually started Florida Repertory Theater which is another great, fantastic theater in the area. So this guy, Bob Cassiopo, has started multiple theaters. He ran a theater in Sanibel for a while, then Florida Rep, and now Players Circle, and um, just an incredible producer and has, has left a legacy of incredible theater in this area. But Florida Rep is truly such a gem in not only this area, but the state, and I would say East Coast as well. I mean, Florida Rep, made a name for itself and has kept that name on everybody's list as far Florida as rep has got a rep that's right that's right no they really do they have such a great reputation and i have since i was in you know college and learned about florida rep i have wanted to work here and i've had many friends who have worked at florida rep and have just such amazing stories about just the quality of, of shows that they do and the professionalism and, you know, every, every theater has its, you know, bumps and bruises as does every workplace environment. But, um, and I'm not saying that Florida rep specifically, I'm just saying in general. Um, but I have, I have been consistently impressed by Florida rep and um, in particular uh, Greg Loggenhagen, who uh, runs the theater now. And he such a kind, kind, brilliant man. And I get to be directed by him coming up soon. So I'm very excited. I'm going to be doing a show called Beehive. Now, Sophia, do you know anything about Beehive? I've I've heard of, I don't know much. Okay. So I'm going to read you. I, I just copied this because I was like, this is perfect. I'm just going to quote it from the website. Um, so according to theatrical rights worldwide, Beehive celebrates the powerful female voices of the 1960s with such timeless hits as My Boyfriend's Back, Be My Baby, Son of a Preacher Man, and Me and Bobby McGee, told from the perspective of six young women who come of age in this enigmatic decade. Beehive takes us from their first Beehive dance to the challenges we faced as a nation. Oh my gosh, I may have to drive my booty down there for that. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh my gosh, Bobby McGee, man. Yeah. Okay, there's so, so even, many good ones. You, you would love the show. The costumes alone, like I've, I, I had a, a meeting with the director the other day. He called me and, and he said, hey, I want to talk through the first act. And he told me about the different costumes. I have four costumes just in act one of like different epic 60s looks. And it, it's just going to be awesome. So yeah, it's myself and five other women. And we're basically just singing all like the powerful, epic hits of the 60s. So it, it's a considered a, a, ju a jukebox musical. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm, well, jukebox musicals are very popular right now. And I am definitely like this Christmas show, I would say, is technically like a Christmas jukebox. You know what I mean? Because it's all Christmas music. And then, oh, that's weird. Can <laughs> Google me right now, guys? Wait a second. Like, I just, when I did a certain something with my hand, yeah. balloons like, went up. Natalie's a magician. She like no, literally just went up and the balloons I just I do a thumbs up. up. A, thumb, a thumb will show up. Oh, yep. You see that? Wait, what? What if I do a mustache? Do I get a mustache? No, I don't no? think so. 
Well, what the heck? <laughs> it doesn't like me. It only likes you. Yeah. <laughs> AI is preferential. Or however Sorry, you do that. Speaking of getting us in real time, this is definitely us reacting in real time to things. Um, so where was I? Oh, you were talking about oh, jukebox. Jukebox musicals. So this would be considered a 60s ju jukebox musical uh, because it's all music from the 60s. And um, so like, I don't know, Million Dollar Quartet, even Jersey Boys would be considered because it's oh. all like. It's like well, the Marvelous Wonderettes, but in the six in the 60s. Yes. Yeah, so the Marvelous Wonderettes, actually, I did that show a couple years ago, probably back in, yeah, it was early 2019. And that one is the first act is all 50s, second act is all 60s. So some of these songs I have sung in shows before, um, but this one's going to be really fun. And that one goes from January 9th to January 28th. There might be a possible extension to the 31st. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to, to work there and Beehive, I think is just, it's just going to be a lot of fun. It really is essentially kind of like this Christmas show, a concert style show where there's intermittent dialogue where essentially we tell the story of, yeah, like what it was like to grow up in the sixties and what, not only we were experiencing as young women, but also what the nation was experiencing, which, yeah, the 60s was a, a very interesting, exciting, but tumultuous time. Um, so if you are interested in that show, I would say go to floridarep.org or, you know, look them up on Google, look them up on Facebook, Instagram. I mean, all these theaters are on all the platforms. And then lastly, at, at this time, the last show that I'll be doing in the Fort Myers area. I'm not sure what my next gig will be after that, but- um, Exciting life of an actor. No, exciting life. <laughs> but I, I, I am very grateful that I get to be in one place for a little while, which is nice because I, I do kind of live this gypsy lifestyle of popping all over the place. Um, travel brat. <laughs> travel brat. I mean, that's, that's why I'm here, guys. So uh, the last show that I'll be doing in Fort Myers is Beautiful, the Carol King musical, which, mm -hmm. as I said, I am just the jukebox queen, apparently, because this one is also considered a jukebox musical uh, because it is a lot. Almost all of the songs from the show are songs that Carol King wrote either um, on her own or with her writing partner, who then became her husband, um, Jerry uh, Goff Goffin, I think was his name. Goffman? Jerry Goffin. Yeah, I think. Um, I apologize if I got that wrong. Um, I, I realize in my notes I wrote down Jerry Goffin, but it uh, edited to Jerry Gordon. So, not <laughs> Oh, Jerry we Gordon. love autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not Jerry Gordon. Um, but also, some of the songs are from um, other writers like Barry Mann and Cynthia. Cynthia Vale, I think is how you say her, her name. I'm totally butchering this. My apologies, travel brats. Um, please feel free to correct us. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a cool show about the life of Carol King. And it takes us from her early years when she's like 16 years old until around the time that she's in her late 20s, early 30s. So it kind of spans about a 15 year period of her life using these songs to kind of tell her story, but also like, it's just th these kinds of shows are really popular right now. It's almost like how biopics are really popular in, in the, te in the television and movie world right now. It's also very true of what's happening in theater. Um, you know, like the Tina Turner musical, which you saw and loved, uh, it sounds like Dolly Parton is creating a show about her life. And, you know, all these people that have these shows about their lives, interesting, 
random fact, but Carol King was not excited about a musical about her life. She basically had to be convinced. And when she went to go see Carol, uh, sorry, beautiful, the Carol King musical, when she went to see the show on Broadway, she disguised herself. Really? Yeah, because she didn't want anyone to recognize her. She wanted to be able to watch it in peace. And she like slid in and slid out. And nobody recognized her. Um, what a humble gal. She's incredibly humble. And so I'm really excited about that show because I'm actually going to be um, playing the best friend of Carol King. Her name is Betty. The the young when when she's young, when she's 16, her best friend, her name is Betty. But um, I am the Carol King understudy. So I will be going on. Uh, once a week as Carol King to help give the the girl who's the lead Carol King a break, which I'm really excited about. Um, I'm a piano player. I've been, you know, trained my whole life in piano and Carol King was and is an incredible piano player. And so I'll get to be able to play on the keys in the show. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I mean, Carol King is, is an amazing woman and it's an awesome story. And I think it's really beautifully told and it's, for, for any actor, it's a great role, especially an actor who is a musician myself. I think it, it's just going to be really great. I have a question about the profession. Um, yes. How do you, like, how is it basically being, rehearsing to be an understudy and to be a big character? Like, is that just like a lot or have you had a lot of experience with that? So it's it's less stressful than it sounds to me or? <laughs> I guess it depends. I mean, this actually will be my first, this is funny, I've never done a show in my entire professional career. I've never done a show where I had an understudy or was an understudy. No way. So I am, am excited, a little nervous and intrigued about, first of all, doing a show where they have understudies, where the theater actually has the budget uh, slash ability to hire understudies. That's not always the case. I, I think most professional theaters do try to have that, at least for the leads. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I, I work for theaters that typically have smaller casts and maybe aren't able to, to do that. And um, so, it's it, yeah, it, it's exciting, but also a little scary because I'm not going to be rehearsing as Carol in the room every day. Right. I'm going to have to do all of my own rehearsing on my own. They'll probably have, they usually have one understudy rehearsal. And if I have to go on for something, they'll have what's called a put in rehearsal. Well, they'll, they'll put you in for that role. But because I am guaranteed a show per week, it's likely that they will have some like one dedicated rehearsal for me and for my understudy who will then go on for Betty. Um, sometimes, right, yeah, say like, yeah. what about who, so who plays Betty while you play Carol? Exactly. So one of the other ensemble members or the swing, uh, there's usually every like theater that does big shows like this, especially shows that are bigger, like dance shows, they'll have uh, a male and female swing, which just means like that they kind of, I mean, literally the envision a swing, they swing on and off stage if needed. If someone gets sick, if they have to learn all the parts. So Natalie, you're telling me that there's a lot of swingers in theater. There's that, a lot of swingers. <laughs> That, is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, that is. You can you can uh, take that. Wouldn't want take to spread, that bank. Wouldn't want to spread any gossip. By the way, sweetheart, don't get your lines mixed up. <laughs> don't um, switch the lines. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's interesting, you know, as far as the director and 
the stage manager and how they literally manage all of that and all the different pieces that are at play. Because like I said, yeah, when I go on for Carol, someone else will have to go on for me as Betty. Sometimes you'll have what they call an offstage understudy or an offstage. Um, uh, oh, what's wow. Um, I just lost the word. I was going to say sub, but that's not really the right word, but typically it's just an, an offstage understudy that wouldn't, be playing anything on a normal basis. But in this case, I am an onstage understudy. So I do have a specified role for the eight shows a week that I'm, yeah, Betty, and then the one show that I'm Carol. So, so you said you know what days you're going to be playing Carol? Not as of yet. Okay. Well, we'll have but, to shout that out in some of our upcoming episodes so that oh, if our travel rats want to come on night that you're Carol, they can come see you and Carol. Yeah. And if you guys can't make it, then you can also see her as Betty. So it's it's a win-win. But that would be fun. I'd love to go to both and like see you transition. <laughs> That'd be so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I just, yeah, I wanted to share with you guys some of the shows I have coming up a little bit of kind of an inside look into what I do. Maybe sometime Sophia will have to have an episode where you tell us what you do. Oh, Dave. Yeah. You know me, I'm like the guy next door in that random show that like does a million jobs and no one else like actually does. Always <laughs> working, but never. <laughs> Always working, but never really working. Oh, the last thing I was going to ask you is <clears throat> and before I ask you this, because I'm going to forget to um, run my little ad plug here. So before I ask you the final question of the night, um, guys, I know it's Christmas time. I know you're still Christmas shopping. I know probably 85% of you are last minute Christmas shopping because who doesn't do that? Um, guys, we did do a awesome episode on like travel gifts. Also, just really good Christmas gifts. Go check out our Amazon link for them. You know, travel safe this holidays, book your flights early. They're really expensive. Um, or maybe drive, maybe drive. But the end of this episode, I had a question that I've been thinking of because you've done like you've had so many great shows this year. Um, what has been like your your all time favorite show so far that you've done this year? This year. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I started the year with a show called I Love You, You're Perfect, Now Change. <laughs> Um, and then I did a show called nonsense and then I did beauty and the beast and then I did breaking legs and now this Christmas show. And then I'll be starting beehive at the end of this month. So like just even sitting here listing all of those out, it's like, it's been such a wonderful year of great theater at a lot of, I mean, those are, that's three, four different theaters represented right there. And I would have to say that I love you, you're perfect now change at Player Circle Theater at the beginning of this year and then Beauty and the Beast at the Alhambra Theater and Dining in Jacksonville are of this year's shows definitely two of the most fun and charmed and like wonderful experiences I had both incredible casts um, that I not only got along with really well but just so much talent and so much hard work and so many people that were unbelievably and perfectly cast, like just yeah. like so good for their job, so good for their role, um, which in a big show like Beauty and the Beast, like it can be tough to cast people really well. I love you. You're perfect was only a cast of four. So, um, but we got really tight. I got really, really close with both of those casts. And so I would say those would be the two highlights. No, I love it. I, I wish, I really wish like one regret on your shows is that I didn't get to see 
this year, Beauty and the Beast. But when we saw I Love You, Your Perfect Now Change, that was great because guys, shout out to Shane. If you guys know Shane, he's a friend of Natalie's. He actually has a little band with his brother and they're amazing. And they just came out with a new song. So go check it and out. He's like, playing it. Christmas show. He's in the Christmas show with me. So you'll get yeah. to see him when you and Mike come see the show. But yes, we will shout out Shane. Go check out Shane and Josh. They just came out with a new song and it is amazing. All I all I ever wanted, I think is the name yeah, of the song. I think it's called All I Ever Wanted and I love it. There's oh my gosh, beautiful voice. Shane has a beautiful voice and his brother's great. Their harmonies are so much fun. And the last thing I'll say about that show is it was that was the other time. Okay. That show was hilarious. Like I could not stop laughing the whole time. And then yeah, you had that small cast and they, everybody was just phenomenal. And you guys changed so fast. Like you, you kept everybody so yeah, on their toes. Characters. <laughs> Yeah, like you moved from one character from a child to like a grandma the next to like a young woman. And then I think the best, I mean, seeing Natalie in a tennis dress with a tennis racket because I played college tennis, guys, that was great. But the also the funny thing that because we did talk about how you don't talk on that show as well. I brought this wasn't the one you were thinking of because it was you, we were thinking of the same show earlier in this episode but this one i also brought two new friends and the girl got so drunk in the whole show she was like oh my gosh i love natalie she's so hot and like she was just talking so loud too and i was like shut up like this is what happens when i try to bring new people to the theater you know what we're grateful to have them it, it makes for a fun time it does it does it's just the, they're so funny like i'm getting all these funny flashbacks so like calm down patsy sure name's not patsy but i called her patsy patsy's her alias for this show because i'm not throwing people under the bus i'm just gossiping <laughs> anyway guys we love you merry merry early christmas obviously we'll catch you a few more tuesdays before christmas but do your <laughs> shopping get your flights people make your plans um and go see nat in ho 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 the amazing christmas musical at player circle theater Right. This December. Love you guys. Love you, Nat. Catch you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Looking for the cutest new travel pieces for your adventure wardrobe? Then shop Best Dressed. From gorgeous sundresses to adorable bikinis and cozy sweaters, Best Dressed has the perfect travel pieces for any vacation destination. Check them out at shopbestdressed.com and use code TRAVELBRAT20 for 20% off the entire store. Hey there. Are you looking to sell your home the for sale by owner way? Then check out Listella. Listella is an online real estate platform where you can directly buy and sell homes with no negotiations and no commission. Sellers save the 6% they would typically pay an agent and buyers can find and buy a home in as little as 14 days. The best part? If you are a Travel Brats listener and you list your home on Listella, you get 20% off the listing fee with code TRAVEL, that's all caps, T-R-A-V-E-L. Check them out at listella.com, L-I-S-T-E-L-L-A.com, or download the Listella app today.